Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about, you know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the bomb blast. I've had to clap three times, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to clap for uh, the sync up to the audio to the video, and Roger just said he got the clap three times. Hence the tramp, the yes. champ and the tramp. True. True to my name. True to my that name. That is, that is. So we're here, man. We are here. <laughs> we are here. It took a minute. I, it took a minute. Listen, before we get going, <laughs> yep. I got some people I got to thank, because to get here, it took us a lot. We had to get a logo. We had to get an intro. We had to get help yep. with uh, you know, all the audio and ideas and whatnot, so... Some people that helped us out, uh, man, Pat, Short Shot, Shorts Truly on Twitter and Instagram. He made a, he wrote our intro, sung it for me. It's he made a pretty a, he made, dope intro, it's guys. Sick, it's sick. He made a bunch of songs for me uh, in the past and some videos. Good dude. So big props to him and Matt Harant, Hi-Ho Records on Instagram. He produced the track. So thank you so much to them. Lugatowski from Brand Market NJ. On Instagram, came up with that dope logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we put it out there on, yep. uh, on social media. Let's one of these guys come up with the logo. He was the winner. Came through. He's a Tom's River guy too, nonetheless. Yep. So yep. Uh, that was cool. Always uh, good to show love to. Also, the Island Podcast. They really helped us out. They got us on. They were actually the second podcast we, we ever did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and actually the second one that was in here. The second oh right, one. yeah, this it was actually one. actually in this room. I had it was. Fr- and Frankie Perez was it? Did him. he do one? one thing? I did. I did one with Frank Perez down here too. But that was kind of the start of. Yeah, that'll we'll, be a good lead, way, we'll, we'll talk way about in. segue there. Yeah, yeah a little se- segue, right? So uh, just thank you to them, uh, Jamie E Clean Bro. You know, thank you to them. We're gonna have a little E Clean Bro, E Clean Bro swag in here yep. soon from Jamie himself. But uh, yeah, just because he's the man. So. He is. Love what he does, supports the community, always supports those who support him, so why wouldn't we support him, you know? Absolutely. So, boom, like you said, good segue. Yep. Frankie Perez that night. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't remember. We, we're going to get right into the elephant in the room, are we? I mean, I, yeah, I imagine. we get, we got to connect with your 85% female audience, okay? 89%. 89%. 89% female. Wow, wow. Yeah, I can yeah. see why, man. Yeah, he's a beefcake. Yeah, handsome son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. We're exactly pretty much opposite, by the way. You were like 88% male demographic, right? And I'm like 89% female. And I never knew that. I just learned that recently because I I try to sometimes promote, like, you know, guy products and they don't do great. I'm like, what the fuck? I should be selling tampons and, like, you know, women's shampoo is what I should be promoting on on my social media because it would probably do well. Well, here, I mean, someone here <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. The, uh, Roger action. Plan B. Hit me up. <laughs> plan, plan B. Well, Plan B. So yeah. you had to go Plan B here in your in your recent life. <laughs> I did. I did, and uh, yeah, I didn't know. I knew, you know, when you and I were going to do this podcast, which we've talked about for the better part of a year. Um since I got divorced, I knew that probably the subject matter would come up of, you know, my relationship and what happened and 
you know, kind of where it went wrong because, you know, there was a lot of stuff put out there. Um, the public got to see the worst of the worst, basically. And um, things got ugly for, for a long time. And I think, you know, I, I had to think about this. Like, what was I going to be willing to talk about? And I think it's good that it took so long to get this up and running in that time is the great healer, right? Like time... You know, it, it, it calms emotions. It, it lets you gather your thoughts and put things in perspective. And I think that I want to start out by saying, um, you know, Jenny and I are in a really good place now. Really good. Really good. Like, maybe we were always destined to be friends. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. But um, we're just in a, in a good place. We're co-parenting really well. We're friends. Um, we, we just talked today. We were, you know, texting back and forth. Not in a reconciliation sort of way. Not like we're going to ever, you know, get back together. That's that's not going to happen. Civil um, manner. Civil manner. Yeah, civil manner for our children. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's really the best you can hope for. So I think, you know, first and foremost, I want to say that. And I have no intentions whatsoever of sitting down here and ruining that. You know what I mean? Because that's the most important thing um, for our children. Because, you know, our children are young. They're only three and five. And why would I ever want to relive the hell that, you know, we both kind of went through? Breakups are tough, man. You spend 10 years with a person, nine years. Um, you have two children, and then you go through a very public, when your relationship is very public anyway, you go through a very public breakup. And I definitely take my responsibility in that. You know what I mean? I take my responsibility for putting things out there. There was things that I didn't need to do that I did. And I, I, you kind of referenced it. The night that that all happened and um, I went home and my life kind of fell apart was the very first broadcast I ever did, which was with you and Frankie Perez. You know what I mean? Right. And again. That was uh, December of last year. December 14th. Yeah. December 14th. I went home at like midnight. Had a couple Johnny Walkers as I'm having right now. This, this <laughs> shit better not be cursed. Yeah. And... Right. um. Went home and and again I don't want to get into detail because if I get into detail and Jenny listens to this which she she probably will, um, then it becomes a he said she said and then you know you kind of jump back into that hornet's nest and she she's gonna fire shots back you know she nobody wants to look like the bad guy, yeah. people want to look like the good guy people want to look like you know I don't want to say the victim but like you know like. That that's what happens when you butt heads and ugliness comes out in a relationship, I mean, listen, right? You know, there's always two people involved in it, right? Know, so one way only. You know, that's why I say it's probably a good thing it took so long to get this up and running for me because eight months ago, Roger would have come in here real fired up and vindicated Spit himself, some venom, and and righted some wrongs and told some truths and talked about editings and you know things like that but that this Roger doesn't want to do that. I have no desire to do that. I want to maintain a healthy, happy relationship with my ex-wife. I'm happy for her and I say that in in the most sincere way. I'm not saying that in a you know sarcastic sort of way. She's with a guy that I've met um you know Zach. I've met him maybe 3 times now. I, I don't have an issue with that relationship whatsoever. I mean, I, I, she seems to be happy. They seem to be happy. I, I mean, who knows? I don't really know what goes on in that house, nor do any of you guys that want to judge what happened in Jenny's in my house. But um, they seem happy, and he seems like a nice guy. I've ne that guy's never showed me an ounce of disrespect. Every time I've ever been around him, the first thing he does is put his hands out, shakes my hand. I have no reason to believe that he's anything but good to my children. So why would I have a problem with him? You know what I mean? I don't. I, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for her. 
I'm happy that we can be friends and I'm happy that my children recognize it. You know what I mean? That my children see, they pick up vibes. Kids are little sponges. You know what I mean? And you know, they, they did see some ugliness in our relationship and it's, it's personality traits and Jenny and I that were, that caused that, you know, neither one of us tap out and give in very easily. You both want to quote unquote winning, even though that's the wrong word when you're in um, an argument or a battle of the wills, if you will. And despite what maybe was put out there or people want to think or, and I, and I really don't think it's a great percentage of the demographic. I just think it's a, a some people that just want to be heard and like, you know, want to stand up for a cause that nobody's going to argue with, you know, and, and try to be stand on a soapbox and be like, that was bad. Well, of course, you know what I mean? But there was really not any violence in, our relationship, despite what a lot of people might think. It wasn't, you know, anytime you put your hands on any human being other than what you do in the ring is wrong. And I would never defend ever doing that. And I certainly was guilty of pushing Jenny, you know, but that was a a video that was from years earlier that was saved and sort of, it was sort of, you know, and again, this is kind of what I don't want to do, but um, it's, that wasn't a one-sided street. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, maybe one day her and I can have a conversation and say, listen, we both could have done things much better, but it wasn't, um, there wasn't, it wasn't a violent household. I would not call it that. It was just that what was put out there was a, in my opinion, edited in a way that didn't make me look very good. And B um, was the absolute worst moments in my entire life and the worst moments in her entire life. And the security system captured it. You know what right, I mean? Right. From years ago, it wasn't even, not, not, I don't think any of that would have actually come out or been said or been highlighted or if obviously emotions hadn't run through so high, but it, it didn't actually come out like right when we, she filed for divorce, which was in September, I believe, um, of last year. No, actually it would have been September of 17, I guess. And, um, you know, that's when she filed and I, and I tried as, as hard as I could to, save my family. It wasn't because I was like, Oh my God, I can never imagine life without Jenny or divorce was so overwhelming. I couldn't handle it. I mean, people separate, but I thought being a traditionalist, being a guy that was raised in a certain moral fabric, even though my parents are divorced after 25 years of marriage, um, you know, dinner was on the table every night at five. It was just kind of how I was raised. Um, I thought the right thing to do was fight, 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 fight for your family. Now I kind of see it differently. I kind of almost want to say to Jenny, you know what? You were right. (laughs) I was right originally because I didn't think we should get married. You were right in the end that we shouldn't probably have stayed together and just to be together. You know what I mean? Because I'm happy. I'm happy now. It took me a long time to get here, but I'm, I'm happy. And I think she is. And I'm, I'm happy for her. You know, who's taller? Me or you? I'm like a foot taller than you. Oh. Oh, me or Zach? You, mother- <laughs> you motherfucker. No. Uh, I don't know, honestly. He's a big boy. You know what I mean? I'm fucking with you. I'm 6'4". Zach, how tall are you? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think we're basically the same size. Yeah, you but guys are definitely yeah. he's, a, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. That'd be something. He could, it's crazy to think, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. I'm not talking shit about Zach. I have no reason to, but he, legitimately, he could be my child. <laughs> legitimately. I'm old enough. I'm 44. I think That's he's 23 or 24. Wow. I would have been 20. He could be my kid. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But again, that's not coming from a place of hate or or talking shit. It's just reality. It's truth. You know what I mean? He literally could be my kid. I mean, you went younger. Now she went younger. (laughs) Come on. It's true. It's true. It seems like I said, uh, you know, I'm a friend of you, both of you guys. You know, my Mm -hmm. wife, obviously, Jenny and friends, our kids are friends. So, Mm -hmm. you know, 
my take on things is, is you know obviously a little uh, trying to stay neutral as best as sure. I can. Yeah. Obviously, you're my boy. We I've known you longer. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've known Roger since. 2006, 2007, something like yeah, that. Yeah, right in that, right there. You know, yep. started training, you know, coaching a little bit, some stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure a lot of people know. How, how did I do? How did I do back then? Was in those days? Was you I? Was right? I all right? He was, was never. Right? He never wanted to tap. <laughs> never wanted to tap. Like, dude, I'm like, you're big as fuck, man. It's like, tough to get you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you're, like, you're gonna tap. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, um, it was just tough to see. You hate to see that happen, yep. especially when kids are involved. Uh, and, and I know you kind of went through the ringer and all that stuff, and. I know who you really are. I think the people that really know you know who you really are. Um, you, you know, know and uh, for those people that that are throwing those daggers, they're at, they're, they're the people that probably beat their wives. Want, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just want to make make themselves feel, yeah. feel good. Well, it's a, like I said, it's a cause nobody's going to argue with. Anybody that's standing up on their, you know, platform saying that abuse is is, is a horrible yeah, thing, no, you of son course, of a bitch. Of course, you don't know the whole story. You have no idea. You you saw a very emotionally charged woman. Work very hard. This Jenny's good, man. She's good at what she does. You know what I mean? She's good at what she does. She's um, if you go to war with Jenny, hold the fuck on because she's good at war. You know what I mean? And and I'm responsible to some extent for for picking a fight with her. And um, you know, she came at me with fuck. I I I fired a couple rounds over the fence and she dropped a fucking atomic bomb in the middle of my house. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like. Right. right. But. I am over it. I have moved on. And these people, these, you know, 17-year-old girls from Ohio, if they want to be obsessed with it a year later and it and it and be angry or, or what, whatever their thing is, if they want to do that, do it. I'm not going to stop. The people that don't like me and think I'm that person are forever going to think it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's nothing I can do about it, you like know? Like you said, you can't, you can't win in that, in that aspect. I, I don't have the platform that Jenny has. She has a huge platform. She's beloved. She's on the number one cable show of all time, arguably. Um, she had a huge platform yeah. and she used that platform for a great deal of leverage in the court of public opinion. You know what I mean? And, and I'm sure if Jenny was sitting here, she'd say, well, you did it too. Uh, yes. I left that podcast that night, came home to something that I never thought in my wildest dreams was going to happen. I got emotional and I put some videos up, but I don't think that my intent to do that, which was wrong. And I admit that such a dumb thing to do in hindsight. Goddamn Johnny Walker talked me into it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I and I see a bunch of missed calls from you. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck. They were from like a four, two in the morning, yep, four in the yep. morning. So I'm like, all right, he's, you know, I'm sure he's good sleeping by now. So I woke <laughs> up at eight, eight o'clock or something. I'm going through my Instagram. Then I see your fucking Instagram feed. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> he's the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Stupid. And then yeah, as yeah. they go on, you just get more emotionally charged because. Yeah. You know, I can't go home. I can't see my kids. I can't, and you you don't know how long that's going to go on for. You know what I mean? No, that, so that that would that's that's my biggest fear. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> yeah, me and my wife we're, we're good, but yeah. uh, you know, I think everyone's every man's biggest fear is. And for the record, I was never arrested and, or anything like that. There was never no no uh, police charges were ever filed in anything criminal, and never none of that stuff ever went anywhere. It it was it was a dumb thing that I did that maybe was the catalyst to other things that happened. And I admit that, and I've worked diligently to become a better human and work more on the things I do before I do them, diligently. Like, literally, I've invested an incredible amount of time in myself, like an incredible amount. I still go to counseling every week, still, a year later, and I was a guy that never would have gone to counseling. I did a 13-week church group class called Divorce Care, where I sat down with other divorcees as part of a church group and counselors and did it for 13 weeks. How'd that go? 
Good. Did, it was. I was so. How does it work? Like a group group discussion. Yeah, you sit with a group and you have you have people that sort of just moderate it and walk you through. Obviously, it comes from a, you know, a, a religious standpoint of healing. Does it's hold, very intense. Singing kumbaya, my hold lord. Hold the hands. Oh, you want to hold my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at that time when I did that, I was so emotionally distraught. I lost. You you remember? Louis remembers. I I lost like twenty plus pounds, probably close to twenty five pounds. I was so stressed and couldn't eat, and it wasn't because. I was like, oh my God, my relationship is over and I'm divorced and how am I going to deal? How am I going to recoup? I was good when I knew when I knew I did everything that I could to save it. Like I thought that I did everything that I could do to save it and I'm short of begging, which I would never beg, asked to go to counseling and you know all, all those things and she still wanted to get divorced, which is her right. I'm not knocking Jenny for that. People fall out of love. Um, I was okay with it and accepted it and I could have survived that. It wasn't until... She used her platform to literally make me fucking Jeffrey Dahmer to the world. And I was this heinous, abusive, nine-year monster, which, again, if you compare that to actual logistics and stats and no arrest, police were never at our house, never a bruise on her. Like, it doesn't really add up. But, you know, she, she, she did what she did well because she was mad. You know what I mean? And I was, you know, mad when I posted the things I posted. So I'm accepting that I did things wrong. And I'm accepting that it doesn't ever, nobody ever, I don't care what somebody does to you or how they edit it or what, you don't have the right to put your hands on anybody, you know, but I mean, but, you know, I'm a, uh, there's a lot of mistruths and misbeliefs out there that I hit Jenny. I've never hit Jenny in my life ever. I have pushed her that I can remember three or four times in our entire relationship all wrong. We should have gone for help, you know what I mean, is what we should have done. We should have gone um, to see you know, I think a lot of people make the mistake that we did. We went to a marriage counselor way too late. We were, yeah. she was, she'd made beyond, up her mind. You know beyond, what I mean? Beyond help. I think, I think I still would have saved it and wanted to save it, but we, she was done and she was over. And, and again, she has every right to do that. And I take my responsibility. I'm far from a perfect human. I'm far from a perfect husband. But what I am is I'm still alive. I'm still here today and I'm working on better, being a better human. And I think that I am. And I'm not just saying that. That's not just lip service. I really truly am. I was never ordered to do counseling or, any shit like that. You know what I mean? I do it on my own. I still do it. I work on me every day. I pick things apart that I do in little relationships that I have now. And I try to not stumble into those same things that I used to with personality traits, you know, and just, you know, um, characterizations that you may have done before that you learn from, you know what I mean? And yeah. I do that really for my children because yeah, yeah. if mom, mom and I could easily, Jenny and I could easily go back to war easily. We're programmed like that. We're like, savage warriors like that where we're both just stubborn but you know somewhere along in this whole thing i figured out that that is not in no way ever going to be because i see couples that do it i'm sure you do i've seen couples that have been divorced 10 15 20 years that absolutely hate each other hate each other can't be in the same room can't go to their kids graduation together because they hate each other so bad you don't want to do that fuck that my my parents are divorced fuck that i don't want to ever be you got to be civil i mean and again that's what we say people talk about marriage oh you're getting married married it doesn't matter having a kid with someone is correct is your life sentence correct you know marriage you get you can marry someone 15 years get divorced never see that person again in their life yeah you have a kid with them you're you're with them if you want to be in your kid's life right you're you're with that kid forever correct and I would do, and we have, and I would continue to do them. I've done functions with Jenny and Zach. Um, I've gone to plays and sat right next to them. And, and, and I'm perfectly okay with it. I yeah. really, truly, and I mean this, I want Jenny to be happy. I do. I spent a decade with her. 
Um, old Roger probably wouldn't have thought that way. Old Roger would have been like, for all the shit she did to me and put me through, effort. No. Because somebody's got to give. Somebody has and to give. the happier she is, the less she fucks with you. Well, right? <laughs> I, think, I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think so. And I, I no, She doesn't you, really you, fuck with me, so nah, she must be you, happy. You want anybody to be happy. You don't want anybody to be, you know, up, you know not yeah. happy. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's your, your mother, your kids. And I and I want to say this, and we will, listen, we can make this a four-hour episode if you want. Uh, uh, again, there's some things, I'm, just, I'm not going to get into details or bait Jenny in any way to say, this is my side. You know, I'm not going to do that. Um, but I will talk about this for four hours if you want to. But when this is done, I don't want everyone to talk about it again. This is it. This is my one interview about what went wrong and what happened. And I'm sorry if it's not in enough clarity Unless that people Us want. Weekly has got the big pockets. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I would no, do it for that because it's not worth a war. No, no if they want to just not. do some generalization, uh, cool. But <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. But um, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I was, and, and you know, a part of me because I was so heavily judged, I literally felt like a monster. And a couple, couple things I want to talk about is that the divorce and the breakup didn't kill me. It's when she, when that rant came out, and and you know, all those things were you're said. Talk, you're and talking I, about the, the the press release. I'm talking about yeah, that right. she uploaded yeah. to her page, mm-hmm. right? she felt as though that was her response to the videos that I put out. I thought I just put out some emotional videos about a dad that missed her kids. See, this would be really good to pull up right now. <laughs> no, no, well, I never I mean, want to see those to again. Reference, to I, reference I, for, I for, never want to see either side of it again. I lived in that house. I know what happened in that house. And yeah. you, you can't define nine years in a relationship over 11 second video or, you know what I mean? Oh. But anyway, the point I want to make is, I was not so devastated that I was just completely lost in, in this emotional vortex when I knew I was getting divorced. I could have survived that because I'm a big boy. It's when that rant came out that, that I sunk. I, I, felt, I felt like, I feel like, and I still feel like that for 44 years of my life, I tried to make good decisions. And I'm not perfect in any way. And I have things I need to work on, as we all do. And I've been working on them. But I felt like I tried to live a pretty genuine life a pretty you know be a, a good decent upstanding human being I felt I felt like that and I felt like in a couple paragraphs and a little 12 second video edited clip that she completely took that from me like why did I try to be a good person my whole life and 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 you know she just stripped that from me with such ease and I was hated and I had such a hard time dealing with that that I I for a while and, 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 and I'll give you, I'll, we'll talk more about it, but I, I wanted to leave. I just wanted to leave this planet, man. I've never taken medication in my life ever for, um, depression. I went to my doctor and said, doc, I, I haven't slept in a week. I haven't gone to work in a week. I don't dare leave the house. Not that I didn't dare leave the house. I didn't want to leave the house. I just right. laid in bed every day. Louie would come and check on me because I think even he thought I wasn't going to be around. And I, and I went and he put me on all this crap, heavy doses of, of stuff. And um, I started taking it. And I noticed no difference. I still felt like shit. I would just like sleep. I'd be tired. And, you know. What was, were you taking? What did they give you? What did they give me? Do you remember? I had it by the bottles next to my bed for forever. I had three bottles. Like, well, like, one was like for Ambien. Probably. Ambien was oh, to Ambien. sleep. Yeah, the depression one was. Um, like well, Zol- Xanax Zol- was the Xanax was the quick anxiety, acting. Right? No, Xanax was the quick acting one, which would help me right away. And then he put me on one that wouldn't kick in for like a month, 
that you had a to take month? it for like a month, and that was the long-term medication, and I can't remember the name of it, um, but I was taking so much stuff, and there was there was a few nights where I, I just felt so helpless. I put the whole bottle of pills in my mouth and just like think about swallowing it, and and not actually, and I've never thought like that. I've never been, you know, a depressed guy, but like I couldn't visualize digging myself out of that hole. I, I was like, how am I ever gonna dig myself out of this hole and ever be respected by anybody again? And I think I was wrong in thinking that because nobody, none of us, I don't even care if it's the person you're the most connected to and have spent the most time with in your entire life, which for me was Jenny by far. The per, I mean, I don't think I had a relationship that went over two or three years. I was with Jenny for almost nine, I think, in the end. Um, even that person should never define you because when they're angry, they're not going to define you very well. And that's what that was. That was a very angry, emotional rant from someone that just wanted to hurt because we were in a custody battle at that time. We were fighting over custody of kids and, you know, child support and those sort of things. And that's when shit got nasty. And that's when that came out. You know, we'd already been getting divorced for months. Excuse me. And um, I went to a real dark place. Listen to this, man. I didn't go to work for, I, I probably put my job in jeopardy. Thank God I'm in the union and I, I get, you know, enough time off where I, I didn't put myself in jeopardy. But Despite having suicidal thoughts, which I, I truly did, um, and it was this just that, me. This is when you couldn't see the kids, right? You weren't seeing the kids? No, I, I kids? could see the kids um, to some degree. I mean, in the beginning, it wasn't very, it was all in Jenny's control because whoever filed, I could have filed the restraining order first, which is kind of the, again, I'm not going to, I almost caught myself giving details of how it would happen, but I'm not going to do that because in no way do I want to bait Jenny to challenge me for the details of the story and how things went down just going to get us nowhere i i, I want to take my responsibility for what i did and not doing things right and i want to say that i'm extremely happy for her where she is in her relationship now and in her life now and where we are together as friends and co-parenting that's that's all i want to say but um as to your question um who you know, you, you, your question was because um, I couldn't see the kids. It wasn't that I couldn't see the kids. I was could, but it was kind of on her terms mm -hmm. because she filed a restraining order first. I filed one the next day, right. but it was because she filed one first. The kids stayed in the, you know, occupied marital home. So it was kind of up to her discretion until that uh, judge threw the TROs out where, you know, when I could see the kids. And it was tough because when you're dealing with an angry, you know, spouse, they kind of hold the kids ransom. She didn't too bad. I don't want to say she was horrible with that. She knows I love my kids. She knows I'm a good dad. She's a good mom. So it wasn't horrible. But I mean, I know like the first Christmas, you know, I was sleeping at my buddy's house because I had a renter in my house. I couldn't move back into my house. And I celebrated Christmas with my kids. I only had them for three hours on that first Christmas in a little spare bedroom. You know what I mean? All right. But they gave me, Louie, who's my friend behind the camera over there, gave me the best Christmas ever. They made me feel so. Shout out to you, Louie. Thank you, buddy. Well, people like that, I'm sure, made you, <clears throat> yeah. dug you out of the hole. Well, he kind of right? kept me alive in, in more ways than one. And I refuse to ever go back there, which yeah. is why I always say my kind of motto has become, my credo sort of on Instagram has become onwards and upwards. I always say onwards. I'm never looking back. That's why I only want to have this conversation one time about this. What, what, what dug you out of it, you think? Well, I surrounded myself with, obviously, friends and family. My family came down. My sister drove all the way here from Michigan to be with me, cooked me meal because they could see. I mean, I wouldn't even answer the phone. I'm not much of a phone talker anyway, but I just wouldn't answer the phone. I would just lay in bed and be like, I got myself in this. I'll get myself out of this somehow. But it, every day got worse. Man. Every day got darker, and I had more. I had darker thoughts. I forced myself to go to the doctor to get medication, which didn't help. 
I forced myself to call a shrink and go see a shrink, which didn't help. I forced myself to go, but I was just, it was just going through the motions of doing things that I thought would, and it was buying a day at a time. I bought a day, I bought another day, I bought another day of staying alive. I was just staying alive at that time. You know what I mean? And um, Louie would come over like every day and check on me. And most days I would just be in bed. I couldn't get out of bed. There would be, you know, like six, seven days at a time. I wouldn't even go to work. Maybe eight, day eight, I would get up and go to work. I was just really, truly the most depressed I have ever been. But to your question, what got you out? Honestly, me. Yeah, well. Because all your friends at some point have to go back home to their family. My dad came down but for I mean, a little bit. But, but, and yet you, but in what way? In your, when your thought, you had to the, change your thought process. I, I looked guess. in the mirror. I literally looked in the mirror and I said, you know, you've never not liked yourself. You've ne- I've never hated myself. I've never been a self-loathing individual. Why would you let a person, especially an angry, emotional person, define you? Man. Do you care about winning in the court of public opinion? All that ever really mattered to me was being able to see my kids and winning you know, a, an agreed upon custody that we were both happy with. That was really, so I just had to stop worrying about social media and, and, you know, the, the fans of, of Jenny, obviously, you know, telling me to go die and, you know, it don't matter what you do, they're going to, yeah, I, I just had to stop worrying about the court of public opinion. You know, I did, I, 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 all my, you know, nobody wanted to give me any endorsements. Nobody wanted to come near me. I was, you know, and, um, and I had to accept that that was all, all okay. As long as, I could see my kids and I knew who I was and I knew that I wasn't a monster and everybody that knows me knows that I wasn't a monster and that, you know, I guess if you if you actually added up the facts and the stats and the, you know, the all, all the things that were involved in this court case, which is really what it was, a divorce court case and a, and a TRO, they, it didn't add up to what I was made out to be, you know what I mean? And um, I had to forgive Jenny for doing that, which I which I do. Right. And I had to apologize to her for what I did and my part in it, which I which I do. And I and I'm, I didn't do things correctly. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I was uh, I was in a bad way, man. I was in a bad way for about about two months. I barely left my house. Barely left my house. And then two and then, months. Two months. That's a, I've listen, been in some my 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 dad came down. My seventy year old father came down here. Right? He flew down from Maine. I couldn't understand. I'm a guy that never asked for help, right? I barely even talked to my family going through all this because I was just like, they called me every day. I was like, what's going on? What the, you know, are you okay? And I barely would, I barely answered the phone. My sister I'd talk to once in a while. I just, I, I don't like being needy. All right, so kind of where we left off was, you know, where my, in my worst emotional state, where where, where I was and, and talking you were talking about what what got me out of it and it really was was me in the end because that's all you have anybody in the end because people have to resume their normal lives nobody can move in with you louie wasn't going to move in with me my dad wasn't going to move in with me and babysit me every day and they help they get me they help me get me over funks but and again these stories i tell they're not for i don't want a bunch of people being like oh poor roger you know i take full responsibility for what i've done i'm not a perfect human or anyway i'm just telling my story this is just my story it's not for sympathy or, you know, anybody to judge Jenny or if you want to judge me, fine. I've, I've been judged already. I can I can handle it. But, you know, I don't want to cast I don't want to fire any shots across Jenny's bow or or anything like that. We're we're in a good place. Um, so what I'm talking about is just my my experience and, and true stories. You know, they're not they're not like, oh, my God, it was that bad for you. I feel bad. That's not that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to create a scene of sympathy here. But that being said, at my worst. 
I'd been up for like 48 hours, and this is when my dad was standing. My 70-year-old father was sleeping on my couch. He wouldn't even stay in the bare bedroom because the couch is closer to me, and he would just watch TV and come in and check on me because he was worried about me. And um, he wouldn't even let me keep the pills in my room. And it wasn't because I was being verbal about it. He just, because I wouldn't speak. I just clammed. I was just in a turtle shell, 25 pounds lighter than I was. I was looking like Skeletor and, you know, just, you know, I'd, I'd cry sometimes, you know what I mean? Because I was just like, how did this end up here? Well, at its worst, I remember crawling in the shower. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning, I think. It was dark. And I crawled in the shower. And I turned it on. And I curled up on the on the bottom. And I'm, I'm a big dude in the bottom of this little single stall shower. And I laid there for like five hours. And at like 6 o'clock in the morning, my dad came in. And the room was all paint was peeling off the walls and shit. And my dad... Seven-year-old dad picked his naked 43-year-old son up off the shower floor and put me back in bed. And I remember thinking, how sad are you, man? How sad of a human being are you that this has affected you this much? And it really, really was the court of public opinion. I mean, that's really what put me there. And, you know, we're, we're, we're humans, right? We're social creatures, right? I mean, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath, we want to be liked, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, we want to be. Most people do. So, it, you know, when, that, when, that, when, when you're sort of hated, and again, not by everybody, but by a good portion of people, um, it weighs heavy on you, you know what I mean? Especially when you, you, you try to be a likable person, you know? So, um, yeah, it was, I was in a bad way. And, and, and here's another thing. I, f I finally made it back to work after taking, you know, a week here, four days here, and just kind of, thank God, th I got to thank my boss. He was really good with me. He knew what I was going through. And, um, you know, uh, my union as well. But um, it got so bad when I went back to work and um, I'd be on my route, you know, doing my, my accounts. Um, I remember thinking, all right, well, you, you made it. You didn't kill yourself, but you're still having these crazy thoughts. Like, you don't know if you want to be here. Why don't you? You know what I thought? And this is, this is crazy sounding now, but when you're in this emotional state, this is what I thought. Like, if you can survive this, you should do a documentary. You should film a documentary or get involved with a documentary about how a normal person, a normal human being like you that has, you know, worked the same job for 24 years, seem to live a very normal life, can literally, in a very short span of time, want to commit suicide, not be here anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you should you should do a documentary about that because, you know, it's it, it could have been the difference between me just swallowing and not swallowing the night I stuffed all those pills. In my, I wouldn't have been here anymore. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, so I, I catch myself at work. Not catch myself. I was, you know, consciously doing this pulling over on my route, crying hysterically, and then pulling out my phone and propping it up on the dash and shooting 10, 15, 20-minute videos. I have them. I probably have 100 of them, not even kidding, about where my emotional state was and what got me here and how I'm normal. I'm normal. I'm a normal guy. But I don't, I, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to check out, and here's why. And, you know, if I do, all anybody's going to say was, oh, he, was, he had mental issues. He was deep-rooted mentally, you know. But I'm not. I'm a normal dude that just some shit happened to, and it caused me to think differently than I normally would, and I, I don't want to be here anymore. I was just I was in too much anguish. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not anymore. I'm good, man. I am good. I don't have those thoughts anymore. I don't think like that anymore. I haven't in a very, very long time. 
Um, now, now the person you talked to, you guys talk about this, this what happened, the situation went through. Oh, uh, we've talked. Oh, uh, we've stuff. talked about everything. Yeah, yeah. I say to her often when I when I still go see her that, you know, I'm a completely. You know, the first thing she said to me. She didn't know who I was when I made the appointment. I didn't know. I was, like, embarrassed to go, and I didn't know what it would be like. I didn't know if I'd sit in a waiting room with a whole bunch of people. I didn't know. You know what I mean? So I made this appointment. I don't want to say her name because I don't know if she's comfortable with it <clears throat> being out there, but, um, you know, with this um, therapist, and um, she's a psychologist, and I made this appointment with her, and I went in, and I sat down, and I started to tell her a little bit about my story, just started to get into it a little bit. And, you know, that's when I was really I – was, I was skinny. I was, you know – just massively depressed, and she said, "Wait a minute, I know who you are. You're from, you're from that show, didn't you? Used to be a lot bigger." That's the first <laughs> words out of her mouth, and I was already depressed. I was already in a mess. Send you to the to the window. Yeah, I was like, "Jesus, lady, you know what I mean? Like, that's the worst thing you can say to a gym rat is, you know." But I I went down to about two hundred and fifteen, two hundred and twenty pounds from two fifty. So skinny, 250, that's so skinny, yeah, so skinny. Yeah. two fifty. Well, <laughs> for six four. Oh, yeah, shit. But anyway, listen, uh, you, you ask me whatever you're going to ask me because we're only doing this once. You can ask me any hard-hitting question you want. I will answer it. But um, I feel like I covered, you know, I covered a lot of the story and, and what happened without in any way, and I hope, and I mean this sincerely to, to Jenny, firing shots at her or wanting to start any. I, I really like where we're at in our relationship now. I would call us friends. You know, I, I, we can joke through text. We can... You know, again, there's no chance of reconciliation, and I'm I, that's on both of our sides. But the, what's the next best thing to that? The next best thing to that is to be friends and co-parent well and be able to do things together with your children. And, you know, we're forever tied. How would it behoove me in any way to go to war with this woman for the rest of my life? No. Wouldn't. And part of me wanted to do that. Part of me was like, F her forever. I'll never forget. You know, no, I forgive her. I'm good with it. I'm over it. You know, if, if you know some seventeen-year-old girls in Ohio still want to curse me out on social media, yeah. knock yourself out. I thought you were about to say something else about seventeen-year-old <laughs> yeah. girls. Well, no, no, nineteen-year-olds, man. Much, yeah. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> no, you know. First off, I'm glad you didn't swallow the pills. Buddy. You know? <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. No, seriously, I you know I, I've been through some hard times, but for stupid reasons, and mm -hmm. never for two months. You know, I got yep. in a funk for a week or so. I've never. Mm -hmm. Never thought about killing myself, but you know, definitely mm. like, hey, if someone hits me in a, you know, in <laughs> yeah. a, the wrong way or in a car, you know, the wrong way, yeah. whatever. But yeah. so I know what you're saying. I, I definitely been in that funk. Like I said, never that bad. So I'm luck. I'm happier. You know, you're back. You're, you're appreciate it, man. I, I I feel back. I do. I feel back. I feel because you, you know you really can't. I mean, I guess you kind of you got ended you, you you ended up in that lifestyle, right? Where yeah. public opinion kind of mattered a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got yeah. tons of followers yep. in the, yeah. on all these platforms. So when people are fucking throwing hate at you, yeah, yeah. it sucks. Especially the timing, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, you know, you're you're not seeing your kids, right? You got to deal with divorce, right. You know, you you've been with Jenny for nine years, and now you're gonna, you know, because obviously there were good times. It wasn't no, like there's gonna be all, not all, no question. All I, bad, I, I have you know? a lot of good memories. I I do. I mean, I I pulled both of my babies out of that woman, literally. Right. right. You know, Grayson. Right. I I the doc because I'd already you know cut the cord with Milani and kind of helped. I kind of like kind of like put my hands around his he literally when Grayson was being born was like this is you bud I said what he's like glove up you're delivering your kid and he literally just told me what to do you know so I, you know you, you 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 can't I can't I guess some people can 
I could never hate her forever or, no. you know what I mean? I don't even like the word hate. I, no. I, two words I'm not a huge fan of because I think they're tremendously overused in the society we live in today. Hate being the first one, love being the second one. People throw that word love out there too easily and people are too quick to cast that word hate out. Okay, yeah. All right, actually, I don't think yeah. even in the worst of it I ever hated her. Certainly disliked her. Hate's got a lot hate's of a very, finality Hate's like it. what Nazis did to the Jews. That's yeah, hatred, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I've never felt yeah. that way about no, anybody. No, no. I never ever wanted to cause her harm or phys- any, you know, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to check out myself, you know what I mean? Right. I never had thoughts of let me go, you know, do something heinous to her. It was never, I never thought that, you know? Well, I mean, like I said, glad you didn't check out, but um, <laughs> I mean, it's a tough situation at being in divorce yeah. no, without the pressure, without any, without all the other pe- other eyes and tabloids and, and news outlets yeah. looking for a story. So, yeah. you know, you, you kind of stack it on yourself with that, in that with that aspect. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I, my my mantra for for quite a while now, many, many, many months um it's been if I don't have anything good to say, because obviously the tabloids still hit me up a lot and want comments on things. And, you know, Jersey Shore is a very popular show, so things will happen and they'll reach out. And, and I told myself, if you, it's like what your mother told you when you were a kid. If you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. So that's kind of been my new my new motto is if, if I don't have anything good to say, I'm not going to say anything at all. Obviously, here for our podcast I dug in a little deeper than I ever would with anybody else because this is my own format. This yeah, is our right. gig. We busted our ass in this room. This was, yeah, yeah. you know, months, months in the making, in the making. And, and, and I feel comfortable in here talking about it with my own discretion. You know, you're not, you're not just some, you know, uh, reporter right. asking me questions. You're a guy that cares. You're a guy that has affiliation to both sides. That's one thing that I'll say, Jenny and I, I don't think ever, you know, really um, – it wasn't like, you know, a lot of times in divorce, you divide friends. Like, who yeah, got friends? Yeah, yeah. We're all pretty much still yeah. friends with the same people we were, you know? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, mean, I don't know. You know, like, my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. Mine Everybody too. went separate ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the back in the day. Hopefully, it's a new way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, we're, we're all friends before, and then you guys get divorced. Like, oh, who gets, who gets Roger in a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no man, we're doing functions together. It's yeah. you know, like I said, I've I've I went to a play. Me, I met Jenny and Zach there, and I and I and I sat down. We watched the kids play, and it went it went fun. You know what I mean? Cool. So it's better. It's better to be yeah. that way. Um, yeah. Better for the kids, and that's who's the most important. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's it. I had all three of my kids there. And all three. All three. <laughs> <laughs> All three. This is true. 20, you're 20 years older? 20 years older than him? I'm 44. I think he's 24, so I'm 20 years older. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's... Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, so I, I ain't hated. She needed so someone that, that, young and, that young and young. So, bold. all right, now, she moves, <clears throat> she moved on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, doesn't bother you, which is, you know, the best mm-hmm. way to deal with it, and mm-hmm. so you seem genuine about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you moved on? Um. Yeah, uh... Well, yeah, I, I, you know, listen, I'm, I'm an honest guy. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yes, I've moved on. Um, you know, there was, I guess, when I recouped myself and got back to a place and got back into the gym and got back to a positive state of mind where, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to be this man whore now. Like, I'm, you know, nine years in a relationship. I'm just going to go off. I never really did that. I never really just, like, you know, became, I'm 44. I have two children. I have them significant amount of the time um i've never like flown girls in from out of state or anything like that and uh i i'm currently how do i 
how do I word this? Which if she listens to this, she'll she won't be offended. I'm currently dating a girl. Um, I refuse to use the word girlfriend, and we've had discussions about it. I've had you refuse to use. That I word? won't use the word girlfriend because I I feel like that's a level of commitment that I'm just not ready for okay. yet. Okay. Lady friend. A lady friend, and she's a terrific girl. I do not have a bad word to say about her. And I think the reason that we're still hanging out and still, um, you know, uh, seeing each other at the very least on a weekly basis um, is that she really has pressured me zero. 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 <laughs> she, um, she knows what I went through. She, um, you know, she, she obviously, it was pretty public. There's not many people that don't know. And... Um, respects that enough not to you know if 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 i got into a relationship or started dating a girl and she was like looking over my shoulder like who are you talking to or like i went to florida with the boys at a boys florida trip and you know like what are you doing checking out she doesn't do any of that and yeah. that's what i need i don't need that well, especially pressure right now. i mean i just don't marriage you don't want yeah that. you don't want that and it's because she's like that that i enjoy her i don't and, want that roger yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yes and no, I, I guess I'm, I'm, um, I, I don't know if I would say I'm in a relationship, but I'm certainly dating somebody and, um, I, I appreciate her. I that's do. cool. So, yeah. yeah. That's good to move on. I'm sure uh, that, help, it, that helps all the, this process yep, out even yep, more. Yeah. She's the only obviously girl that I've, I've hung out with that has met my kids and done things with us. And now does Jenny know about her yet? Uh, yeah, I know. I know she does. Cause I've heard things that she said. I know that she knows about her. I don't know. You know, I, I heard some things and again, this is bad to do and I, I I'm not even going to say it, but you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't ever go on hearsay. I should just talk to Jenny directly about it, but I just, I, I guess I feel like, you know, maybe she was comfortable jumping in early and moving a guy in with her, and I'm not there. Um, the girl I'm seeing has never spent the night at my house when my kids are there, not yeah. once. Well, I co-sleep. It would be fucking weird anyway. Were we going to yeah. sleep four wide? It would yeah. be fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, she's never spent the night at my house when my kids are there, um, but she has done things with us, and she's terrific with them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You know, I, I if things continued on like this, who knows? Who knows where it goes? Maybe right. you know, maybe, maybe we do end up um, putting a title to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, right now, this is what I need. I don't want to be pressured in any way, and um, it's working out well. I, my, I think how I phrased it to her is: Listen, I'm never going to ask you questions. I'm never going to say where were you last night? What were you doing? You owe me an explanation. You know, I've I've never really been built that way anyway. But that's that's also what I would want in return. How about this? How about when we agree to be together and spend time together, we just make the most of it. Yeah. We just have fun with no pressure, no, and it works every time. That's you good. know what I mean? So, yeah. If you keep continue, continue with that route, that's yep. the way to go. Yeah. Uh, yep. How yeah, about you? How yeah. about you? Seeing anybody? No, no. I'm, I'm married, <laughs> currently married with three children myself. <laughs> Fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have those nights with the pills too. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also, totally, your dad's got to be a fucking the strongest guy ever. I'd be picking <laughs> your fucking yeah. ass up. Well, I was I was a lot lighter. <laughs> Dude, still two fifteen. Holy shit! <laughs> he's seven years old yeah. too, and he's. You know what my dad is? My dad he he he'd be horrible in the gym. He's not like gym strong, but he's like practical strong. My dad can go like farm strength. Yeah, he can go yeah. like to like his cabin on the lake, which he does often at seven years old by himself, which is in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's around. If he ever fell or get hurt or ran himself over or cut himself with a chainsaw, he'd be done. He would die out there, which is what he wants to do. He wants to die out there. 
But he'll go out there and he'll spend all day long, like, splitting wood. Like, shit that would break my back. I would I would do it for an hour or two and be like, all right, that's good. I'll, he'll do it for, like, eight hours. Like, he's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's don't kind build of that, him like that. Yeah. Is he a big dude like you? Not at all. My no? dad's My dad's maybe, I think he gets shorter as you get older, but... My mom was like 5'9", which is oh. tall for a woman. I think my dad's maybe 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. I'm probably not my dad's kid. I'm Somebody probably had <laughs> sex with my mom that was abnormally tall. Oh, big. no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm built little. <laughs> I make him little, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, um, that, that everything for happens you? for a reason, right? And I'm glad... In a lot of aspects, it took this long to get this our well, you know, champ you, you in the tramp up and running. You don't want to come in here. Or, I could have come in here. Hot, hot right, under the collar right. and you know, spitting venom and right. throwing daggers. Right. That's well, it's, 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 let's, compare it, let's compare it to the fight world, right? The worst thing you can do is to go, I think, anyway, what I've heard, maybe maybe it's just a wives' tale, but isn't the worst thing you can do is step in the ring like with just rage and heated emotions? Yeah, I mean, you want to be having intense. Yeah, you don't want to be pissed off. I mean, right. I, I'm never pissed Doesn't that work anybody. against you? Aren't you burning like... I, I imagine your anxiety yeah. would get a hold of you and, yeah. and you zap your energy a little bit, you know, have like that adrenaline jump, uh, dump like what people right. always talk about. Yeah. I mean, you, wanna, you want to stay even keel. That's, right. that's why I kind of... Uh, that's what I would stay. think, yeah. Yeah. A little intensity, but, you know, you know no, not emotions. So, yeah. yeah. You you know same, same approach. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited, man. You know, to kind of summarize and put this behind us and never fucking talk about it again, other than my corny jokes, which I'll always do. Um, that half the world gets and half the world doesn't get. Um, we're in a good dad spot. Jokes. Are they dad jokes. Dad, they're dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, we're we're in a good place, Jenny and I, and I and I want to keep it there, and I mean that sincerely. Um. For us, and mostly for our children, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't ever want to go down that battlefront road again that we went down. Well, I mean, we, 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 we went at it, you know what I mean? And, you know, I, I challenge those people that say you did everything wrong to, and then we did, and I'm not arguing you, but, you know, when you're in the public limelight, um, emotions run so high over children, you know, you're, you're, we're fighting over custody, obviously, and um, you've ended, there's a lot of hurt that just goes in ending a nine-year relationship. You spend nine years, eight and a half, I think it was eight and a half years with somebody. And it was a very fast-paced, it wasn't a normal eight and a half years. It was eight and a half years of go, 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 go. Everything was go, go, 100 miles an hour, you know. And most of it publicized, you know. And so when that comes to an abrupt halt and you get into a custody battle, um Things are said, horrible, heinous things are said. You know, you 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 look at somebody differently. But now that all that is behind us, I respect Jenny. I do. You know, there's certain things, obviously. So there's certain things that I've done that she doesn't respect, and I'm sure would never respect. But I respect her as the mother of my children. I respect her for where she is in her relationship now. And if I could offer her some advice. My advice would be, I don't know if she wants it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cop the balls. Cop, no. <laughs> my advice would be, and I and I, I'm saying this to myself as well. We didn't do well with communication. We didn't do well at all. Communication was a breakdown almost every step of the way. It went from zero miles an hour in a perfectly calm household to 100 miles an hour very quickly. Because of communication, because we didn't know how to allow the other one to speak and, you know, exercise their vocabulary and say what they want to say, 
and mean what they meant to say. So my advice would be, I hope you can, from what we went through, learn to communicate better. Um, and I'm working on that myself and learning how to communicate better and mean what I say and giving the other person ample time to express their thoughts too. And I'm working on it. You know, I'm a work in progress. I'm far from perfect. Um, but that would be, that would be the only advice that I can give her. And, you know, so far I think so good. They've, they've been together a while. So I, uh, I, I'd say clearly some, some changes have happened and I, and I wish them well, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better to kind of wish somebody well than have some bad thoughts for them. So mm -hmm. it's better for yourself too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously, we're friends of both, so we wish you both the best. Appreciate and, that, uh, brother. Appreciate that. Just hope it all stays uh, yeah. reconciled and, yeah. and, you know, yeah. Um, we'll be at we'll be at the kids' barbecue, all of us. Yeah, I'll have yeah. Zach on my shoulders. We'll be playing yeah, chicken yeah. in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, you guys. Fuck that! I'll be on his shoulders. I'm the old man. <laughs> Jeez, it's the twin towers. Right there. <laughs> well, I mean. You want to wrap this first? first yeah, one I think. Up? Hey, I listen, think man, that's good that's one. that's good. A, a good a good first episode. Sorry, guys, if I disappointed some of you and you wanted me to bring the the hate and the heat, but it's just not going to happen. I think this was a good way it's to not introduce happen. Uh, a little bit of, uh, of of your story, your background. I yep. know people that's a juicy story. I know people want to hear that yeah, and um, hear your take on it. I know you haven't really spoken publicly about it, um, but yeah. So we're going to be doing this weekly, right? I, weekly, I said, baby. Yeah. Took a, a long time. Again, I know we capped this real quick in, in, in you know, the beginning of this, but the technical aspect of this, guys, is a lot to it. That's what took all the time. And it's like the blindly and the blind. Yeah, we're, we're not tech Rogers, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> we had to call in some big guns to help us figure it all out because when you do this yourself and you don't go to a studio to do this, we, we built this studio in Frankie's basement. Um, you you have to do all the audio editing, all the video editing, because we're going to try to video it from, from the get-go, from Jump Street. We want everything on video. How quickly we'll get that video up, I'm not sure, but we're going to try to get the podcast and episode up right away. Um, but there's a lot to it, you know, especially for two guys, like Frankie said, that are not technically savvy like, like we are. So Yes, exactly. Listen, brother, I enjoyed That's episode one, good. man. Yep. Here. <laughs> Cheers. Here Cheers. Yeah, salute it. Let's get go. that little alligator arm over here. Oh, my. <laughs>